And then over time, I just realized that people are not really qualified to judge who we are because they're still figuring their own stuff. Well, and you're, that's the crazy thing. Neither are we. <laughs> uh, welcome to Black Sheep Thinking's fourth podcast. We are going to discuss today about not enoughness. Uh, that is our topic. Uh, I am Morgan Pierce, for those of you who don't know. And I'm Andrew Podvey. We are two life coaches are also best friends that just want to help people understand how to live happier and make it stick by understanding the difference between our thinking and what we really are that allows us to end suffering. So now that we got that out of the way, you're fogging up. Yeah. <laughs> it's steamy in here. I'll use my shirt. Like a- <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Just lights. Not enough is an interesting, um, an interesting concept that I think we run into quite a bit. Yeah. That's one of the main things when we ask people, why can't what's getting in the way, man, nah. like, I don't feel like I'm enough. What helped you when you, cause you, you felt not enough at one point in your life. Yes. And so I would say, I, I guess I would ask like, what's, what's kind of got you through that? And w- well, first let's start with what did it feel like when you were not enough? What was that? Uh, how did I re- Yeah, How did I respond to not feeling enough? Um, angry uh, i think a lot, one of the side effects for me was that i uh pushed a lot of people away for, uh, yeah. i, I created because i just like isolation that, well not just isolation like i i, I would almost like self-sabotage or sabotage relationship because i felt like you know they're going to eventually find out who i really am and then you know yeah. i'm not perfect and so they'll they'll leave me which is an abandonment thing that probably stems from the fact that you know biological didn't bother and stepdad was angry and yeah like no one no one loves me no but the funny part is no matter how many times there was evidence on the contrary it just didn't satiate yeah so and that's the weird thing about believing the one side so for me i I think that's the first place I'd start is I started recognizing, I kind of, I found this thing was like a scoreboard that was like, keep score both ways. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cause we all keep, we keep track of what's not working, <laughs> but we never take time to keep track of what is working to see that life is a bit of a yin and yang. That's true. So that was one thing that helped a lot is, um, that, and if it just felt, I mean, obviously, you know, the, the stories that led me towards, uh, planning my suicide and, and a lot of anger and sadness and grief and aloneness and like I said, pushing people and then believing. I call them the dead bodies, the people that I yeah, the one you didn't push the one push I away and yeah, left, left behind. Yeah, yeah. And so, and that that was a story that kept re, you know confirmation bias. Like, oh, here's evidence. Yeah. Here's more evidence. I'm not enough, and um, it felt really poison it like toxic i always say like the song crawling from lincoln park where he just where yeah Esther talks about it. i was like that's exactly what it felt like um you know the yeah. song on repeat when i was depressed i can relate with that for sure <laughs> pardon me yeah and so that's yeah that's what it felt like what about you for me it was yeah very much that same idea physically it was like a pit of the stomach just like somebody's gonna figure out who i am at some point i masked it a lot that's when i turned to drugs um yeah self-medicated yeah just i'd self-medicated i just wanted to constantly be higher drunk and you know escaping this reality because you know the fear of if i'm just me people are going to see me for who i am and and realize that i'm not enough yeah that's tough 
Was, yeah, so I I ch- I chipped on my shoulder. It I, I started like I had to be the f- smartest guy in the room, the fastest worker. One of my favorite stories I had told you this before was like uh, I was working and, and there was a new girl in her office and I was in I was in finance and I'm hustling and she's like, "Do you ever slow down?" And I was like, "You don't know me, lady. I have two speeds: on and moron." <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. I was like, I just called myself a moron. I meant more on, like, like. (laughs) Yeah, I heard it. (laughs) I was like, and then, and there was this, and I just thought, I don't know why I believe this. I just believe if I could just prove myself. Yeah. If I could just prove myself that maybe I would feel enough. Yeah. It's funny that that showed up so differently for the both of us. eh? Like you, you tried harder, you worked harder, you accomplished more. And I was just afraid to accomplish because I wasn't enough. Yeah. I hear that's, I think it's awesome. That part of our journey is that, you know, when I meet this with clients, it's like they, they have a separate experiences, but we end up in the same (laughs) place, but we're all trying to figure it out. Yeah. And I, and that's where, you know, that's the strength of us being best friends and having, a, you know, a, a joint practice where we get to like share and and help people connect with people that are yeah. like my like like. Well, thank like God for like guys us. like Andrew McKee who brought this understanding to us. Right? Okay. Like we were both still kind of really searching when it first came to us, and yeah, yeah, and uh, trying to help people think differently, but think from their brains rather than yeah, you know, being their yeah that positive thinking and retrain your mind, retrain your brain. Yeah. It's just so. So much work, so much yeah, it work. Yeah, it didn't stick at that time. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I really, that was the symptoms, which is weird, you know, I was like, oh, and, and that's what the symptom is. I was very successful, yeah. <laughs> but I was unhappy. But still, yeah, yeah and that, which is, which I think is really, it, it is really profound that no matter, you know, it speaks to no matter how much you get on the outside. Mm-hmm. You know, there, that feeling of not yeah. enoughness is still going to exist if you believe you're not enough. Yeah, it's if true. If you carry that belief of me being not enough, and so then it comes down to like proving. How do you prove that you're enough? Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, I love. We were we were talking about this about the uh, the quote about I don't know who discovered water, but I know it probably wasn't a fish. Yeah, <laughs> and I always think you know, there's lots of that's a great quote for a lot of different things, but I always think you can be. And completely in, surrounded by yeah. proof, yeah, uh, and still feel emptiness. Like I always felt alone in the crowd. I'd be performing magic and think, "Oh, here I am entertaining the room, but nobody knows me. Yeah, nobody cares who I really am." They yeah, just want, and, and <laughs> which is funny because when I met you, I would watch you performing, and I would think. I feel so alone in the crowd. I wish I could be like this guy where I'm like out front and performing and people want to see what I'm doing. And yeah. <laughs> and anyway, I just had a show today and. I just was like halfway through it with these people. I thought, I just said, I love my life. Like, yeah. Cause it's very different, right? Yeah. When we start to settle well, in gratitude, weird, right? Yeah. That gratitude. When you just have gratitude for where you're at and know that when you love yourself, when you truly love yourself, and a lot of people try to love themselves like a third party action, like they yeah, love like self care. Yeah. You like self care yeah. or they yeah. love the, they love their avatar. Like, I love the thing I'm trying to be. I'm trying to love this caricature of who yeah. i am uh, but when you settle into the fact that you are love like we have and you understand right. what we are and that we don't have to be perfect and we start to accept the human condition that we can try but not be attached to yeah 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 you recognize that you're just having a human experience right yeah and so what when that occurs it's like you don't i remember when i was performing magic uh, in high school uh, high school all that too but in university when i was paying my through i performed at 10 tables at a restaurant table hopping that yeah. did mini shows while people were waiting for their food and it was always nerve-wracking going up a little bit but i was always you know 
fun yeah try to break in because that's the hardest part and then you know out of 10 tables nine would be like man that was great and then one would be like you're a loser <laughs> you're like, yeah, well they yeah, just yeah, wouldn't yeah. react yeah oh you're a magician that must be yeah, nice yeah, yeah, it's your yeah. parents must be really proud of you <laughs> they are you know and so, <laughs> you, you get dependent. and so i go home and obsess over that and 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 then over time i just realized that people are not really qualified to judge who we are because they're still figuring their own stuff well and you're that's the crazy thing Neither are we. <laughs> like, right? Like, you're not qualified to judge yourself as enough because you're picturing enough as accomplishing all these outside things. Right. And the more you picture that, the less you, you have any grasp on what you really are. Right. Yes. And they also think that they have to progress internally. Like, they have this chart where it's like, oh, and so they're constantly looking over. People are like, oh, you know, I was, I wasn't a very good person when I was younger. I was like, you should say that when you're a hundred. Like if you ever look over your shoulder and be like, I'm a better person now. I'm like, you screwed up. You know, like if you look yeah, over, yeah. I was amazing at 20. In my thirties, I was crap. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. like you, something went wrong. Most people will look over rather than judging that, have gratitude for the journey yeah. and rather than thinking, Oh, I have to progress because there's always a better version of me. It's like, that's going to happen naturally rather than thinking I have to be enough. So it's the same thing on the yeah. inside that's happening on the well, inside. Well, and there's that. And the thing is, when when you understand that, yes, you are going to naturally progress, but it's in little moments and where you are is where you are. Because sometimes, like we say, yeah. if you're sick, if you're hungry, angry, lonely, tired, or in an exposed environment, yeah. you might not be at your best. And so you're not progressing compared to, you know, maybe yesterday you had a really a day where you were really on fire. You had a lot to do. You were getting stuff done. But how do you judge that? But how do you judge that? Like exactly. It's yeah. 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 And so it's just understanding where you are in the moment and knowing what you need in the moment that it's not i like that analogy encouraged to be a slack where it talked about like if your if your goal is to climb a hill and then halfway through you die like are you a failure to jump and it's like no because yeah. it's like so then how, am i a failure now no if i applied to medical school and didn't get in am i a failure no well no it's perceived it's all perception yeah and but you're like well i'm not enough to get in medical school it's like well you you're not you're not a doctor now morgan you apply don't get in you're not a doctor yeah the perceived loss yeah, yeah, that so perceived it's all loss. the self judgment of I need to be perfect, and so that's what I mean when we're saying the internal thing. People want to be perfect rather than human to feel enough, and they judge and they give everyone the grace around them. Everyone's enough. <laughs> yeah. Like they, those, a lot of people that feel not enough, they'll say, "Oh, everyone around me is great," and you know, but they're not. They'll be like, "Oh," and they'll be very kind and gentle. They'll say, "Oh, yeah, well, that guy has a hard had a hard life, or that person's going through a hard time, so it's okay. They're angry, but meanwhile, they get frustrated with with something, and they go, "Oh, I'm a bad person. Yeah, I'm not enough." And it's like, what? Yeah. So if, if most of people gave themselves the grace, the and that grace. was one thing I cared when I gave myself the grace to be like, oh, I don't need to be the best. Yeah. I just can be good and good is great. Yeah. Because I'm, <laughs> it, is. <laughs> it is. It is. It's a marathon. It it's a it marathon. Is. And I, I always go back to my intent. If someone's mad at me or something's occurred or I've made a mistake, it's like, was I being negligent? Was I being selfish? It's like, no, I, I, if I was like, I really love them or I, I was doing my very best. Well, then great. Your best yeah. doesn't need to be a 10 out of 10. Some days, your best, there are days where we're tired and we've had a long week and, our, and we're frustrated with how things have gone. It's like our best is a six out of 10. That's amazing because you could easily make it a two, but yeah. you're making it a six. And then another day, you do have a 10 out of 10 or even a 12 out of 10. You're like, this is a better day. <laughs> but I don't see it as good or bad anymore, like these waves, because yeah. that comes from judgment, which is part of the problem we experience with not enoughness. It's like, oh, yeah. I'm not enough. It's like, well, how, again, you said, how do you know? How, yeah. How do you, how do you know you're not enough? Yep. 
And, and it's like that story with, with our, that close person in my life that came to me saying, yeah, I'm just frustrated because I don't think I'm enough. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Explain to me. Yeah. How do you know? Like, you know, if you're, if you're not enough and I said, do you think I'm enough? Yes. And I gave them a bunch of criteria of if I lost an arm or, yeah. you know, I went broke or, oh yeah, yeah, you'd be enough. I'm like, okay. Well, then I don't want to be the king of enough by myself. I want to join you. How do I become not enough? And the most common answers. Tell yourself you're not enough. I tell myself I'm not tell enough. Myself, I'm like, not okay, enough. Well, Fail enough times. Yeah. Mess up. Screw up. Yep. Be mean to somebody. Hurt someone's yep. feelings. I'm not perfect. Or yep. the way someone has treated me, or it's because of my past. Yep. Someone treated me as not enough. And uh, so there's two things. Well, I never told you this before. I don't think it's like, so someone will say, oh, someone hurt my feelings. Yeah. That was one of them. Someone hurt my feelings. Or like, they're usually a parent or an yeah. important close. And I say, great. So when you're a kid, you know, that you're, say your dad, for me, my dad was really, you know, mean to me. Like, okay. And, and then that's why you're a mean person and you don't feel enough because your dad was mean and then you became mean. Like, yeah. How many people did you have around you as a kid? Was it just your dad? Oh, no. I was like, you know, all my family and I had friends. And, you know, I was like, okay. So you had like, how many people as a kid? You know, teachers that were role models, friends, yep. family members, friends, whatever. Yep. How many people? All people, these other people telling yeah, you they'll you're say wonderful. Like 400, you're 100, 1,000, some people, 1,000. Like, okay. So you had 999 people that were amazing, but this is the dude that you This is the one you decided. This is the one you decided I want to be like this one. I want to yeah. meet your dad. He sounds like he's very powerful. And so, but it just becomes a story of like, and I think a lot of people feel not enough to prove to that person, like, you hurt me so bad, I'm going to destroy my life, or yeah. I'm going to feel bad about myself. And then, of course, the other thing is they tell themselves that, but we know with all this positive psychology stuff that we think is, does we know doesn't stick, yep. and all the self-help, well, if the solution to not enoughness and you telling yourself you're not enough was just telling yourself enough, then that should work. Yeah. And and if you're telling yourself, you know, I tell myself I'm not enough, so that's why I'm not enough. Well, it doesn't work the other way. So there's no, why does that stick? Again, why does the negativity yeah. stick? And I think it really comes down to a belief system for a number of reasons for different people. But a belief is if I feel like I'm not, that being enough, they're afraid to be arrogant. Yeah. That was, is that yeah, something that's... you faced? Is that you're afraid that if you felt confident that you would become? Yes. Did you, did that happen for you? Yeah. No. <laughs> Oh, it did for me. It did for you. Because <laughs> yeah, I never yeah. really, I never really, I, I, so I shouldn't say that. Yes, it has in moments. There are people that have, mm. you know, said to me, well, you seem very arrogant. You seem very full of yourself. Mm, okay. um, but I think, yeah, I, for sure it I've was the opposite extreme, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it was, like you say, it was the opposite extreme for you because you got that chip on your shoulder. Yeah, that was my motivator of like the people who didn't believe in me. Yeah. I had to kind of, I felt like I had to block it all out. And it was kind of like the Kanye West syndrome. It was like, I'll use my arrogance as fuel. Yeah. You know, I'll use, if you, you know, the, you didn't believe in me. And, and so, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that was horrible. <laughs> it was a horrible <laughs> Which is time. funny because when we became friends, I looked at you as like this really successful guy yeah. who like had it really all together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, compare what I'm yeah. comparing to yeah. myself. Yeah. And uh, in the past, I would have never really approached or thought I could have a friendship with somebody who who was living that kind of life one well, guy yeah, the bar was a lot over yeah you, <laughs> <laughs> you know but with grace with grace because you you've just shown me um so well what unconditional love is man and, oh, and you like too, building man. this friendship thank you, you has too. been uh has been the joy yeah. of my life oh thanks man you too yeah hmm I mean, next to having kids. Next. To oh yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Next yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, like, it's so true. The friend, the unconditional love of our friendship, and the, the fact that we get to share this journey and that we're sharing this with people, it means a lot to me. And um, 
I'm, we're, I'm very lucky because we've been there through hard times for each other and helped each other remember, remind ourselves of what we value and what the truth is rather yeah. than when the mind comes too powerful. And yeah, you kind of met me at the tail end of coming out of, you know, I was, it was kind of the aftermath of, yeah, of that when I left, when I was just when I was starting to leave finance. Yeah. Cause you were just getting black just, sheep thinking yeah, back up and going, right? Yeah. Yeah. When it got taken away from the company and they said, you can't do this and that. And we're like, and the sadness of loss. And I'm like, oh yeah. I guess I'm sad because I actually want to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm really glad you did, man. Me too. It's been really a game changer and, and the things we get to witness in people. And and so the, the not enough peace in ourselves, you know, it, it heals really quickly when you realize there's no category. Like if you're yeah. feel enough now, you never will be enough. There's no accomplishment, good or bad. There's no validation. If, if finally my dad said he loved me, I'll feel enough. I mean, even when I got yeah. assaulted by those boys and then I ran into one of the guys and his life went awry. Yep. And I thought that would be, that was like what you wish when you're a kid. You're like, oh, I hope, you know, they get their, you know, what, what do they call it again? Uh, the karma. You know? The karma. They, <laughs> yeah. They get, they get what it, they would deserve. Yeah. They get what they yeah. deserve. And then you meet them and they did. And you're like, uh, that doesn't feel like feel good. Would. Yeah, you don't want revenge yeah. isn't good. You know, it's funny actually when you brought up if my dad just loved me enough. I had a really in my early twenties. Actually, it was probably late teens. It was just after my daughter was born, um, and my dad and I kind of had that struggling relationship when I was a kid, where we didn't really spend a lot of time together. He wasn't really in my life a whole lot. We had a really cool moment um, after my daughter was born, where we had a conversation, and he said, "You know, I." I, I may have messed up in the past, but I really want to make sure I'm here. I want to be, I want to be a good grandfather. And, and we healed things. We had a really good conversation and, uh, that feeling of not enoughness still stuck around after that. You know, so to have that, that story of like, if only my dad would love me, I would yeah. feel, you yeah. know, it's, it's still putting it outside of yourself. And it wasn't until yeah. I learned to really love myself. Yes. That yeah. I started to realize that I am enough exactly as I am. And I don't need to accomplish anything. Nobody else's love is going to be enough for me to feel that feeling of enoughness. Yeah, that brings me, a, that reminds me of something that's such a beautiful story. Because um, that was the first thing that Andrew McKee taught me. It was like, you are, you, the only relationship that matters is the one you have with yourself. Mm -hmm. and, that you're, and that you can, it doesn't matter how people, you get to show up how you decide. But sometimes people are like, well, I need people to love me to feel enough. But I'm like, well, but they, you know, do people, yeah, people love me. And it goes back to that thing. How many people do you know? Bunch. How many more do you need? Yeah. One. And, and so, but they'll believe that if they could get love from somebody, I'm like, okay. And so I, I kind of talk about the ventilator thing where it's like, if yeah. you had a ventilator that was designed just yeah, for love you this story. and, uh, that was the only way we could breathe, like the Lorax, right? All trees are cut down and we're sure yeah. we're not <laughs> You know, who would you give it to? If it was formulated just for you, who would you give it to so that you can get your next breath, knowing that it might last a minute or an, an hour or a day or whatever, depending on your – blah, 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 all this stuff. Metabolism and, you know, whatever you're doing. And they went, okay, well, um, I give it to my husband or I give it to my – Yeah, mom. give it to my best friend. Yeah, I'm like, well, where are they right now? <laughs> you need it right now. Yeah, we have to call them. If your the alarm network. went off and it's like, you need air immediately, you're like, oh, God, they're in Mexico. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, even if they were just, it to even me. If they were just across the street. Yeah, even then. Running. Yeah, and so they were like, oh, I get – I guess it would just be me. I'm like, that's ding, what ding. love is to feel enough. You are the only one who knows how much you need, when you need it, and why you need it. And the moment you can own that, that love is acceptance and you're accepting yourself mm -hmm. for who you are, that is what enough is. Yeah. Enough is acceptance. Yeah. If I don't need more, that's enough. Have you had enough food? No, I don't need more. I've had sufficient. That's enough. Yeah. And so when we start to understand that enough isn't 
chasing something or or overdoing it. It's just being, but the progression happens naturally. Yep. And understanding that you can accept yourself. For me, I recognized it's not arrogance because I was becoming that. Yep. And I recognized the balance wasn't trying. It was just being. And then, and then, and then when I got rid of that whole thinking of myself, because it's not selfish to love yourself. Yep. It's selfish to expect other people to, to do it for you. Love you more than yeah. Yeah. And so when I started loving myself really and doing that, I stopped trying so hard. And then all of a sudden, people did love me. It was weird because they didn't need as much, but it was yeah. because I didn't think of me. Yeah. I well, and I think that's what them. it comes down to. Where they don't feel that neediness from you, and I think that neediness really yeah. repels people. Right? It does. Yeah. They sense it because you're taking. Yeah. And we think the most selfish thing you can do in a conversation because people believe they're unselfish, but I think that most people are so concerned with the concept of who they are, they don't realize that that is selfish. Yeah. You're thinking of your, you're literally thinking of yourself <laughs> in the conversation, yeah. and that's one thing we don't do anymore. I notice is that we never and we and. We never, you, I don't, I don't ever remember a time where you really had that issue, but you don't think of yourself in the conversation. You just have a conversation and you see the other person. Yeah. And that's what, why I think that was the first thing we learned in coaching is the moment you consider yourself in the conversation, you're a bad coach. You're yep. Yeah, it's true. And you helped me realize that with a lot of the times, like when I first started coaching, I first started trying to get clients and, and you were like, you know, how much were you worrying about yourself? And then I realized, oh yeah, right. And so you come across as that needy as I want something from you. And it's the second you let that go. I want to look as a good coach. I want to do a good job. I want to take care of you rather than, uh, who cares if I'm a good coach? What (laughs) What does that even mean? What do you need right now? What's a bad coach? Who cares? None of it. Yeah. What do you need? Where are you? And, and so that transitions into our lives of not just coaching, but just, that and yeah. that's the cool thing about when you understand the gift we've been given of this understanding of who we are without our when we put our thinking down is it changes everything around you it changes your all boats rise with the tide it changes yep. our friendship uh i can't tell you how many great things have occurred the relationship with my family relationship with my wife and my child and my friends and the yep. people we have around us i'm so grateful for my life yeah and and i'm uh, friends with my ex-wife like yeah yeah it's know, insane it's that just, the, the parenting that you, you you have in that relationship and how you've helped heal her as well in yeah. conversations yeah. beautiful man yeah and i really and i can really truly say that i do love her and i just i want nothing but the best and it's just it's been such a beautiful journey to watch it all unfold and and uh it's been a beautiful journey to watch the way it's unfolded for you and then to see how that has translated into my life as well when i started applying it and so we're going to challenge the same thing for you i don't want you to think that you're better we don't want you to think that you're worse we want you to understand that you're enough that you're the same as us that you're 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 here and the proof of you being enough is you're in this experience and start to see all the great things that no matter how tough your life is if you had it and if something happened to you and you passed away and you were given a chance to do it again everyone said i i live my life over again yeah and so live it now and and understand that to be enough isn't to be you don't have to be more the feeling you feel and the suffering you have is your brain starting to win the battle and your spirit the, the battle of be proving or trying to convince you that you need to be what you already are which is enough and your spirit is mourning the fact that it sees that you're losing the mm-hmm. battle with your brain and you don't have to argue with your brain you just have to accept and let that thing settle and what will show up is enoughness yeah that's what we all are that's what you are naturally yeah. and uh and if you're feeling like you're not enough or you want to just hear more of this make sure you subscribe to our channel um to help and we'd love to we'd love to have you back we'd love for you to hear keep stay in the conversation so don't forget to subscribe comment below if you have any questions yep but that's it for us this week we hope you enjoyed the podcast we look yeah. forward to seeing you for our next episode All right. Thanks for joining us. Much love.